right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us today on the uh, this webinar about local search. Um, just a reminder that you are once again, I'm Brian Horn. I'm uh, editor with uh, Lawn and Landscape Magazine. I'll be helping Chris out take some questions today. Uh, on your computer, if you uh, have a box that, that uh, gives you a chance to ask some questions, uh, send those in, and then we will uh, get to those at the end of the webinar. I want to take a minute to introduce Chris Heiler. Uh, he is the founder and president of Landscape Leadership, an inbound marketing agency that combines social media, content marketing, and search marketing into integrated and measurable campaigns for green industry clients, uh, ranging from landscape design build firms and landscape management companies to garden centers, growers, and specialty manufacturers. Chris regularly speaks at green industry events across the country and writes for industry publications uh, such as London Landscape. Before founding Landscape Leadership, Chris spent seven years operating a design build firm in West Michigan. Prior to that, he worked for numerous companies within the green industry and graduated from Michigan State with a bachelor's degree in horticulture and landscape design. He now lives in Austin, Texas. And Chris, I will turn it over to you. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for joining us today, everybody. I appreciate it. And like Brian said, if you have questions throughout this, go ahead and type those into the question box, and then we'll tackle those at the end. I'm going to try to keep this pretty short and sweet, so probably keep it to around 45 minutes, something like that, and still take some questions at the end. And after this, Brian's going to send you guys a link to the recording and also send you a PDF of a little handout I created of some of the most important slides in here. So don't, don't get too caught up in trying to write down a lot of the stuff. I'm going to send you the important slides so you'll have all of that stuff. Uh, okay, let's get right into it. So what we're going to talk about today, what we're going to be focused, focused on is this report that comes out once a year. Okay, the report is called Local Search Ranking Factors. Okay, it's an annual report. I think it came out in June this past year, and it's put together by this, this guy, David Mim. Okay, he's an SEO, he's an SEO expert. And what he does is he brings together each year about 40-plus SEO experts from across the, the world, actually. And these, these guys and gals all get together, and they talk about you know, what factors impact local search the most. And they get all of this data together, all of their insights, and they put it together in this report. And what they do then is break down, you know, like the top, I think there's, there's close to 100 different factors that they rank the importance of. So what I want to do today is I want to go over some of the top factors with you, and then I want to I take the information from the report and present, present to you what I think is most relevant to your business. So, you know, lawn care companies, pest management companies, garden centers, design build companies. Uh, I want to drill a little deeper into this report and just show how these things are relevant to you guys and show you how you can use this information to appear higher in the local in the local search results. So that's the objective today. And the first thing I want to touch on real quick before we get into this report is the difference between local search and universal search. Uh, you see here there's two different search queries here that I'm showing from Google. The first one is how to get rid of fire ants. Okay, and then the second is fire ant removal, Austin, Texas. The second search has what's called, what Google refers to as local intent, meaning when you type that in, that search in, Google thinks, okay, they're, they're probably looking for a local company in Austin, Texas to help them with fire ant removal. Okay, so the search results that are going to show up uh, for these two different queer, queries are very much different. Uh, the first one here, you're going to get these universal search results. In the second, you're going to get more localized search results. So there's, there's a difference there. So I, I want you guys to kind of understand that up front. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop back and forth between uh, this PowerPoint in my browser so I can show you some uh, some specific things here so should be able to see this okay so in the search box here on Google okay I did a search for lawn care Austin Texas 
all right, a local, it's a search with local intent. And this is, you know, you guys are all familiar with this, okay, it's a search engine results page, the SERP, S-E-R-P. And typically what you find on the search engine results page is at the top you're going to get a block of ads, right, you have to pay to show up here. Same thing on the right-hand side with these listings over here. These are all paid for. Okay, these are all ads. And then on the left-hand side below the ads, these are what's called the organic search results. And within the organic search results, what typically happens is you get this box, right, of all of these local companies. And what this is called is, a lot of SEOs refer to this as the local one box. I don't know why they have that name, but uh, they call it the local one box. And this is where all of these local businesses show up in. And this is what we're referring to when we say local search. Okay. And then, so you have this local one box showing up in the organic search results. And then also, typically, you're going to have a map that shows up as well. And sometimes that's on the right-hand side. Sometimes that's right within the organic results. So you get this map, we'll go to this, and it shows the surrounding area, right, with all of these different lawn care providers. So this is what we're talking about when we talk about local search. And this is, this is Austin, okay? So this is where I live now. So I want to show you something, if I can find, bear with me for one minute. <laughs> okay, so I live up here. So Google is giving me all of these results for lawn care companies near Austin, Texas. So here's one, Good Guys Land and Lawn Services. Here's another one over here, Clean Air Lawn Care. So if I click on this, click on Clean Air, I can go check out their website, or I can click on this More Info. And what happens when you click on this More Info, and this is important, you come to this company's Google Plus local page. Okay, now this used to be called Google Places. So some, are, some of you are probably familiar with that, the term Google Places. You, have, you had a Google Places page. That's now been, uh, Google Places is now Google Plus local. And I'm going to talk a lot about these Google Plus local pages as we move forward. So I, would, I just wanted to show you this real, real quick. Okay, so you get the map. I'll hop back here. I'll go back to that, that search page. So when you do a local search, you get the map, and in the organic results, you're getting this block of local companies. So obviously, if you're a local lawn care company in Austin, you want to be near the top of these listings, or you want to be you want to be prominent on that map, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. How how can you uh, make your business more prominent within these local search rankings? Okay. So the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about these the top 10 ranking factors that all these experts came together and they identified these as the top 10 things. Okay, so I'm going to go through each of these. So the first thing that impacts your rankings the most, and this is pretty obvious, it's your physical address in the actual city of search. So for example, if you if you have a let's say you have a garden center in Decatur, Georgia. If someone searches for Garden Center, Atlanta, Georgia, the likelihood of you appearing high in that for that search query is going to be low because your physical address isn't actually in Atlanta, Georgia. It's in Decatur, Georgia. So, you know, I think that's I think that should be fairly obvious. It, some companies get frustrated with that because they really can't control that. A lot of companies will have an address maybe in a small town outside a major city. So it's more difficult to rank high in local search for that city, but that's just, you know, that's just the reality of it. So that's that's the number one factor. And let me uh, mention one other thing here. When you see 
in parentheses here I put Google Plus local page. You'll also see in parentheses as I go through these three different things, Google Plus local page, uh, website, and then off-site. So when you see this, it's, it basically means okay, the physical address on your Google Plus local page. Okay, category associations on your Google Plus local page. This will make more sense as I get going. Uh, the number two factor here is what category you list your business under on your Google Plus local page. So when you create a Google Plus local page or you claim your Google Plus local page, you have a chance to categorize your business. So you can call it or you can uh, categorize it as like a lawn care company, landscaping company, landscape design, pest management. You can pick all of these different categories. So you obviously want to pick the categories that are most relevant to your business and because that's a big factor in how Google is going to rank your company when somebody is searching for that type of, type of service business. Okay, number th the number three factor here has has a lot to do with number one. It's very similar. So, the proximity of your address to the city centroid. So, what that means is, how close is your business to the center of the city? Okay, so go back to Atlanta again. Let's say you're an Atlanta garden center. If if your garden center is on the outskirts of Atlanta and you compare that to a garden center that's closer to the city core of Atlanta, that garden center that's closer to the core of the city is going to appear higher in your local search results. I don't know why that is exactly. I don't know why that's such an important factor, but again, that's just the reality of it. So the closer your business is to the, to the actual center of that city, the higher you're going to be able to rank. Okay, number four, and this this is a really important one, and this has this has everything to do with your website. So you guys have some control over this. So the number four factor here is the domain authority of your website. So this basically means how good is your website? If you've got a really good website, you're going to rank higher than local search. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because Google, you know, they're all about showing search results that are going to be relevant to people. Uh, so they want to show off the most credible companies and their search results, right? So if you have a website that hasn't been updated in, in two years or has it doesn't have much information on it, you know, Google doesn't see you as being as credible or as relevant. So they're not they don't want to push you up there in the rankings. So the better your website is, the higher you're going to appear in the local search rankings. So Lots of things factor into domain authority. So things like the age of your website. If you've had a website for a lot of years, Google sees you as being more credible. Uh, the quantity and the quality of inbound links to your website plays a big role in that. So if you have a lot of companies or uh, other websites linking to your website, uh, Google sees that and they think you're more relevant, more credible. Uh, you know, how much content do you have on your site? Are you updating your content on a regular basis? That all goes into domain authority. Do other people share your content? Do they link to your website on social networks? If that's the case, you're going to have a higher domain authority. So that's really, that stuff is really important if you want your website, your business to appear higher in the local search results. Okay, number five, and again, this is something that, that you guys can control here. And this is off. This is considered off-site. So the quantity of structured citations, and this basically refers to all of the all the local business directories where your company is listed in. So some of you might have your business listed on web a website like Merchant Circle, or you might have your website on Angie's List, or Yelp, or Kudzu, or Yellowbot. Or Dex knows. There's all there's all of these different directories out there that you can list your business on. Most of them are free. Uh, that's what this is referring to when it says structured citations. So the quantity of these matters big time. So how many of these are you listed on? 
because what ha here's what happens. Google scrapes all of these different directories, okay, and pulls in information from all of these sites and basically cross-references your business details, like address, your phone number, your company name, all of this stuff. So it looks at your listing on Yelp. It looks at your listing on Angie's List. It looks at your listing on Merchant Circle. And the more of these citations or directories that you're listed on, uh, the better, because Google sees you as being more credible. And what's important is having that information consistent from one listing to the next. So if Google sees, oh, okay, this business is listed on 20 of these different directory sites, and the phone number and the address and the business name is all the same, it's all consistent from one to the other, that gives you a lot of credibility in the eyes of Google. And they're going to rank you higher in their local search results. And so it says, so quantity is important. But don't get carried away with this, okay? There's, there's hundreds of these, these local business directories that you can add your business to. But for our clients, we typically add them to about 15 to 20 of them. And we just stick with the most relevant ones. And that's really all you need to do. So as long as you, you add your business to the most relevant websites, the most relevant directories, which is probably about 15 to 20 of them, and you're consistent and all of the information that you put on each of these, that's all you need to worry about. Okay, you're going to have this covered. And I'm going to show you this later, but we have a worksheet that we use that I'm going to give you guys to keep track of all of these different listings. So I'll show you that in a little bit. Now some, of, some of you have probably put your business on a lot of these directories already. And you've probably noticed that some, you can typically do this for free. But then a lot of them also offer like a premium paid subscription. We never pay for any of these listings. So some of these will offer, you know, you'll pay like 10 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month or something like that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to get a premium listing. You can just go with a free listing. Okay, number six. This, is all, this also has to do with your website now. The city and state, okay, this is a little confusing. The city and state on your Google Plus local page needs to also appear in the landing page's title of your website. I'll show you what I mean. Okay. This is a Google Plus local page for Perfect Lawns and Landworks in Austin, Texas. All right. Down here, you'll see they've, they've got their address as being in Austin, Texas. This here, the uh, website that they put in on their page, this is what's referred to as the landing page. So you can put any address in here. They're putting a link to their homepage, which is typical. I mean, that's probably what you want to do. But anyway, this is considered the landing page. So when somebody comes to this Google Plus page and they click on here, this is the page they're going to land on. So you can see they've got Austin, Texas here. So what you want to do is this. This is their website that they're pointing to, right? In the title tag, you also want to have the same city and state. So here's what I'm referring to. If you hover over the tab, you see what pops up. Hopefully you can see that. It says Perfect Lawns and Landworks, Austin, Texas. That's called the title tag. Okay, that's something you might be able to change that yourself. If you don't know how to change that, just have your webmaster do it. It takes like 30 seconds. So I'll hover over that again. You want to make sure you have the city and state, Austin, Texas, right? The same city and state that you have listed on your Google Plus local page just like they do here, Austin, Texas. That's a really simple little tweak that you can make. Hope that makes sense. Okay, number seven. This one's important. The quantity 
of native Google Plus local reviews. I'll show you this again here. Okay, here's another Google Plus local page. This is a company in Austin, Texas, just mowing, they're called. So when you come to their, when their Google Plus local page, you can see they've got eight reviews, all right? All of these reviews that you see here are considered native reviews because a Google user left the review directly on their Google Plus local page. That's considered a native review. Oftentimes, what you'll also see besides these native reviews is down below you'll see reviews from around the web, okay? And there will be, there will be links to these other directories where people may have left reviews. So a lot of times you'll see like a lawn care company, they'll have, let's say they have five native reviews on their Google Plus page, and then they might have some reviews scattered across Angie's List, uh, kudzu.com, maybe yelp.com, and those will be listed down here. Those aren't native reviews. What, what we're talking about here, what makes the most impact is the number of native reviews on, on your Google Plus local page. So the more, the more reviews you can get on your Google Plus local page, the better, is basically what I'm trying to say. Okay, number eight, similar, we're going back to the same with number five here, okay? Number five was quantity of structured citations. Number eight is quality and authority of these same citations. So, like I mentioned before, you know, list or add, add your business to the most important, most relevant local business directories. Then you'll have quality covered, okay? I'm going to give you the worksheet. I'll show you this here in a second. And if you list your business on these directories that I'm going to give you, you're going to have number five covered, you're going to have number eight covered. And the important thing is to be consistent. I know I already said that, but be consistent in, in the address that you use, the phone number you use, the categories you select, all of that stuff. And I know that that probably sounds like common sense, but for some companies, that's, that's not that easy because some companies actually have uh, different addresses. They have multiple phone numbers. They might have multiple brands or multiple divisions within their company. So it, it can be a little bit confusing. So here's that worksheet. I'm going to give you guys a link to this at the end so you can download this. We use this with our clients. Uh, we list all of the different directories here on the left-hand side. So, you know, Google Plus Local, Foursquare, Bing, MapQuest, Merchant Circle, Yelp, Yellow Pages, City Search, Hot Frog, Kudzu, all of these, okay? I think we have 19 of them on here. So these are the most important directories. So if you can get your business listed on these, that's, that's perfect. That's all you really have to do. And on here, we give you the sign-up URL. So you just go to these URLs, and this will help you get signed up right away. And then you can keep track using this worksheet of like when when the account was activated, what's your username, what's your password. And then for quality, we kind of we organize these by Alexa ranking and Google PageRank. So like Google Plus is obviously the most important compared to something like Kudzu, which is down here further. But I'll give you this at the end. If you just follow this, you guys are going to be in good shape. Okay, number nine, the local area code on your Google Plus page. This should be fairly obvious again. Okay, here's that perfect lawns Google Plus local page again. The address, their address is Austin, Texas, okay? Their area code is 512. Obviously, 
if you're saying your business is in Austin, Texas, your area code better be an Austin, Texas area code. Okay, that sounds like common sense, but again, for some companies, that's not always easy. So that is that is an important factor in how your business ranks in the local search results. Okay, number 10. Okay, your website name, address, and phone number on your website should match what's on your Google Plus local page. So the name of your company, the address, and the phone that's on your website should match that, which is on your Google Plus local page. Okay, and again, that sounds like common sense, but it's difficult. We for some clients, we have, we have a client that has, I think they have four different addresses, four different phone numbers. They have, I think, 10 different websites because they have different divisions within their company. And for all of this stuff to match, it's, it's very difficult to do for them. So if you, if you don't have that problem, this should be very easy for you. Again, it's, it's all about consistency for, between your website and all of these different listings. Okay, so these are these are the top ten factors. I think some are pretty obvious, some are common sense, and uh, you have a little bit of control over most of these. Uh, so I want to. The last thing I want to do, I want to cover four more of these that I think you should really be aware of, and that are that are impacting this. So number twelve. Individually owner verified Google Plus local page. So basically, if let's say you're a garden center, if you're a garden center, Google knows you exist. Okay, so they create, they automatically create a Google Plus local page for your business, whether you know it or not. Your business probably has a Google Plus local page, even if you didn't create it. If you didn't create it. Google created it. But what you want to do is you want to verify, you want to find that page, and then you want to verify that you're the owner of that business. You want to claim that Google Plus local page for your business. Because what that does is it gives you control over that listing. So you can go in there, you can add all the relevant information, uh, you can add photos, and all of that stuff okay, to your Google Plus local page. So that's really important. If there's one thing that you need to do after this webinar today, it's this. If you haven't done this already, find your Google Plus local page and claim it as your own so you can update it. I'm gonna, I'll show you how to do that in a couple minutes. But this is really important that you do this. And honestly, it only takes, it'll only take you 20 minutes, tops. Okay, another factor that was really important Number 14 is the quality and authority of inbound links to your domain. Now inbound links, basically an inbound link is another website that's linking back to your website. That's considered an inbound link. And the more of these that you have, Google sees you as being more relevant and more credible because you have all of these people linking to you. Uh, we've always known that the quality and the quantity of inbound links impacts your search rankings. But this is also showing that it really impacts your local search rankings as well. So the quality, quality is really important. And also, at number 16 here, the quantity of the inbound links from locally relevant domains. So this, I mean, number 14 and number 16 here should really be common sense. If you can get a lot of really high-quality links from local companies, like locally relevant domains, you're going to appear a lot higher in the local search results, right? So if you're part of local organizations like the Chamber of Commerce, for instance, if you can get a link from the Chamber of Commerce pointing to your website, that's a big deal. Same with uh, local colleges and universities. If you can get a link from them, that's really important. And then think about uh, local suppliers, local vendors that you work with, other contractors that you work with. If you can get those folks 
to link to your website. That's extremely important. That's really beneficial and really impacts your uh, local search rankings. Then the last two, fact, last two factors I wanted to talk about have to do with social media. So social signals, so think, things like uh, uh, the, no, the number of people that follow you on Facebook, the number of people that follow you on Twitter, retweets on Twitter, uh, the number of times somebody shares something on Facebook. These are all called social signals. And these are starting to impact search results and local search specifically. So Google Plus, Google Plus is only a little over a year old. So when this report came out, this came out in June, and at that time Google Plus wasn't even a year old yet. So social signals really weren't impacting local search results that much. They came in at number 57 and number 61 in this report. But next year when this report comes up or comes out, I guarantee you social signals are going to play a much bigger role and have much more impact on search results moving forward. We didn't see it in this year's report, but we'll see it in next year's report. So especially as it relates to Google+, things like you know, the number of people that add you to their circles on Google+, the quantity of plus ones and shares and comments. Uh, the number of times someone shares or links to your website on Google+, all of these little actions, these little social actions, are signals to the search engines. Okay, and Google is starting to weigh these more and more heavily. Okay, and, and they're doing the same with signals from Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn as well. But moving forward, Google+, Google's own social network, is, is going to impact search rankings more than anything else. Okay, I pretty much guarantee you, pretty much guarantee you that. Okay, so we're doing pretty good on time here. Um, so that's what I wanted to cover. I wanted to cover the top ten, and then cover these these other five that I feel are important. Uh, I want to give you guys some next steps, things to be thinking about. A few of these you can do right now. You can do these immediately. So, I mentioned this earlier. If you haven't claimed your your Google Plus local page, you want to do that. That's like the most that's the most important thing that you can do. And if you have already claimed it, make sure you update that page so it has uh, all the relevant information on it. Okay. And to do that, just go to Google.com/places. And actually, let me show you this. Here's where you want to go to get started. Google.com slash places. Get your business found on, on Google. Just click the Get Started Now button, and then that will start the process. And it doesn't take long. It's really, it's really easy to do. So you'll definitely want to do that. The second thing you're going to want to do is download that worksheet. I'll give you the link to that in a minute. And get your business listed on those directories. Okay, those 15 to 20 most important directories. And make sure your information is consistent from one to the other. Okay, that's so critical. You can also get some good information if you go to getlisted.org. That'll show you some of, these, uh, some of these directories that you're already listed on. So I would download the worksheet and then also go to getlisted.org and, and check out the information specifically about your business on that website. There's good information on there. Third thing I already mentioned, you know, ensure consistency between all of all of these directories. If if you've been doing this for a few years and you're already listed on a handful of these directories, like maybe you've been on Merchant Circle or City Search for the past five years, uh, you've been on Angie's List and all these different places, it would it would be smart to go back and update all of your listings. And make sure you're you're consistent from each from one to the other. Okay, go back to that old merchant circle listing that you might not have looked at in the past five years, 
and update it if you need to, to make sure the information matches the information in other places. Okay. So one, two, and three, these are things you can do immediately that are going to make a difference for you. The fourth is encourage reviews from your customers. Some of you are probably doing this already. Uh, my suggestion is if you're already encouraging your customers to leave reviews on sites like Angie's List or Yelp, that's great. Keep doing that. But if you're not currently uh, seeking reviews, if you're not actively seeking reviews, but you want to start, then I would encourage customers to leave those reviews directly on your Google Plus local page instead of somewhere else. I would rather have 10 reviews on my Google Plus local page than have 10 reviews scattered across multiple websites. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So try to try to get your customers to start leaving reviews for you. Number five, and this one takes time. This isn't something that you can just sit down in a day and knock off your to-do list. But try to get some inbound links from relevant local websites. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, different suppliers and vendors that you work with, contractors that you work with, local media, uh, local colleges, universities, people like this. Okay, that's so important to get those links. And one of the best ways that you can do that is to offer offer these folks to write a uh, guest blog post for them. So look at your suppliers, your vendors, your partners, other businesses in in your community, and see which ones have a blog. And if they do have a blog, offer to write a guest blog post for them. And in that guest blog post, make sure you put a link in there pointing back at your website. Usually you do that with a simple byline at the end. And that is the best way to get an inbound link pointing back to your site. We do that with our clients all the time. We do that with ourselves, uh, for ourselves. So that's a really good way to get inbound links from these local websites is by doing some writing for them. Because it provides them with value and then it also provides you with that inbound link which is really valuable. Okay, But like I said, that that takes time. You just have to do that over time and kind of build on that. Then number six, actively participate on Google+. And I hate to say that because I know you guys don't have time and you know, you're probably already on Facebook. Maybe you're on Twitter a little bit. You're on LinkedIn. You've got all of these different social networks. But all I can tell you is in time, your participation on Google Plus is going to become more and more important. It's going to impact search results more than anything else, more than Facebook and more than Twitter. That's just that's the reality of it. So if you're big into SEO, you know, SEO is really important to you. Google Place or Google Plus is the social network that you want to be participating on. That's just that's just how it is. I'm not trying to give you more work. Just trying to show you the uh, reality of the situation. Okay, so before we get questions, and I'll leave this up, and this is also in your handout that we're going to send you. If you guys want to get in touch with us, our phone number's on here. You can email me personally. I know I cover this stuff pretty quickly, so if if you if any of you want to send me specific questions later, you know, go ahead and email me, and then I'll get back to you on this. You can check out our website landscapeleadership.com. If you want to download this, the actual report that we've been talking about today, you can get that at this URL here. And this is, these letters are case sensitive, so make sure you put in a capital V and a lowercase m. So you can download that report here. And then to get the worksheet, okay, it's just an Excel spreadsheet. You can download that from our site. Just go to landscapeleadership.com slash worksheet dash dash, so that's two hyphens, local hyphen business hyphen directories. All right, and then you can download that worksheet. That's really important. So I'll leave this up, and it's also going to be in your handout, and then we can uh, take some questions. So go ahead, Brian. Okay. Um, we have one from, it says, I had a Google Places page that showed up during searches too 
and it disappeared about three months ago. You tried everything to get it back, and now it says pending being reviewed. Any advice? I wonder if they made change any changes to it. We, that happened to a client of ours a few a few months ago as well. The same exact thing. And what happened is they made some changes to their page, and then they stopped appearing at the top of local search. But they eventually came back and started ranking again. And we never found out what what the deal was with that. He says he just typed in that they updated the address and then it disappeared. That, well, there you go. So it made the changes and then Google isn't catching up to it as fast as it should. Yeah, or the new address is just kind of throwing things off a little bit so they're not going to rank okay. rank as high. But yeah, that's definitely what threw it off then. Do you know of anything he can do to maybe get that moving faster or is that I would have to see the old address and the new address and see what local search term I guess they're trying to rank for. Okay. Cuz let's let's say if he was ranking let's say if they were ranking number 1 for Atlanta Garden Center and their original address was an Atlanta address but then they changed their address to like a Decatur address well then that's mm -hmm. there's not much you can do about that. That'll cause it, yeah. Okay. Um, why does our company show up number one on the map results but not on the local one? Aren't they connected? Yeah, I think I see what you're saying. So basically, yeah, the map, yeah, you would think it would correspond to here. On, on some searches it does, but you know what I think happens, like on this one specifically, if you can see this, you see this number one in blue? That's actually someone that's paying for that placement. Mm. See, on my search for this lawn care Austin, like this ABC home, they're at number one right here, when you go to the map, you know, they're first place here too. Uh, so it, it might be what they're referring to is maybe it's someone that's actually paying for that, so they're appearing ahead. They're up on top. Okay. Because yeah. they paid for it. Okay. Um, what are the most relevant directories to add a business to? Well, download this mean like Yelp. Okay. Yeah, download this worksheet, and I've listed the most important ones. These are the ones that we add our clients to. Okay. Uh, and I think there's 19 of them. So obviously, Google plus local is important. Foursquare can be important to uh, retailers. So if you have a brick-and-mortar type business, put yourself on Foursquare. If you're a lawn care operator, you know, maybe working out of your house, something like that, designer working out of your house, Foursquare is not that important. But uh, I would just follow this worksheet. I mean, this is what we do with our clients, and we don't go, we don't go beyond this. Really, these are the most important ones. Okay, um, and on your slide, you had uh, number ten by website name. Do you mean the URL? We have three different URLs that redirect to the one main one. For number ten here, I'm talking about your your company name. So, the company name company address, company phone number should be the same on your website and on your Google Plus local page. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Should they have three? I mean, is it better to have three URLs or should they try to stay, like, like you said, stay with one? One is, you know, in my opinion, one is always the best, but it sounds like they're doing things the right way. If you happen to have multiple URLs for some reason and you just you have redirects set up pointing back you know to the one that's fine okay that happens because some some companies over time they might change their domain name so instead of creating a brand new website they just set up a redirect right pointing to the you know that URL okay how uh, we have a Google Plus question is there a way to forward Facebook or Twitter posts directly to Google Plus or do you have to copy and paste 
copy and paste right now. There's, it, well, okay, the only way you can you can post that same update from like Facebook or Twitter to also Google Plus mm -hmm. is if you're using Hootsuite. That's the only okay. way I know how. If you're using the app Hootsuite, and I don't know if you have to have the pro plan to do it, but you can update you can update your Twitter account, Facebook page, and Google Plus page all at the same time from within Google Plus. Okay, and then I we have a link to Hootsuite. Sorry. Right, and you have to add your Google Plus stream, your Twitter stream, and your Facebook stream. Exactly. Okay. What do you think of LinkedIn and posting links to your blog posts in either relevant groups or in response to questions asked on LinkedIn? Is that useful SEO or no? Ooh, that's a good question because that's one of my pet peeves when it comes to LinkedIn. Oh, it drives me crazy when people post their <laughs> post their blog posts in LinkedIn groups. That's just it's just spam, you know, and that doesn't that doesn't help your SEO at all. So if you if you write a new blog post and you go into uh, a LinkedIn group like the Lawn and Landscape group, because I know you guys have one, and mm -hmm. you post your latest blog post, it's not doing anything for you for SEO. All it's going to do is just annoy the people that are in that group. They have mm -hmm. to sort through all that stuff. Like that's that's a huge pet peeve. It's almost like if you have a blog, you've seen this, right? People leave these spammy comments on your blog, right. totally worthless. Those don't do anything for your SEO, but people still do it for some reason. I don't, I, you know, I don't understand it. But so no, basically, really, then don't waste time. They, they don't tie in at all. Exactly. Okay. Do you need different Google Plus pages for each location? There's a, I think you can do that. I think you can set that up. So when you, when you go into Google Places to set up your, your Google Plus local page, I think when it's, when it's walking you through that, I believe one of the options is it asks you, like, okay, do you have multiple locations? It's some, I, th I believe you have the option to do that. Okay. Because if you look at a lot of places like uh, Target or anywhere, you know they have multiple locations. Obviously, they don't just have one Google Plus local page. They have they have a page for each location. So there's uh, there's a way to set that up when you go through that initial process. And so is Google basically forcing people to to use Google Plus by making it more important? Yeah. In search results. That, that's part of it. They're trying to they're trying to tie all of these different services together, all these different Google services together. You know, and yeah, they're trying to you know they got rid of Google Places and turned it into Google Plus Local, basically because they're trying to get more people to participate within the Google Plus social network. You know, and now okay. that's that activity is going to start impacting the actual search results. Okay. I live in a city that is a twin city. I have customers finding me in my city, but not the city next door. How can I get it to show up better in the sister city? It's going to be, it's going to be tough, simply because when you look at these top factors, factor number one, if your address isn't actually in that city, you know, that, that's kind of a strike against you, right? And then number three, the proximity of address to that to the center of that city. So right off the bat, you know, you're kind of striking out on number one and number three, and there's really nothing you can do about that. Um, mm -hmm. There's a few of the other things that you can control, but number one and three, you know, that kind of it's going to kind of keep you out of the top of the search results for that for that specific city. But the good news okay. is, you know, you're at the top for for the other for the other city there. At the top where you are. Yeah. Um, how do I merge Google Plus listings? I have a company name Inc. and company name Comma Inc. So two, basically two Google Plus 
Look at the evolution thing, and the comma is the thing separating them. I don't know. I think probably try contacting Google support, but it might you might just have to delete delete one of those pages and just stick with one page. You know, use one page and delete the other. Okay. That's probably what you'd have to do. That's what I would suggest, unless you've got a bunch of activity on both. I'm not sure what you would do. Okay. And delete the one. If there one is more active, just delete the one that is less yeah. active. Yeah, probably. Okay. Is there an easy way to verify a Google local page? It always sends me cards in the mail to our different locations, and typically they get lost with the local office. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I think that's the only way you can verify is through that postcard. So what happens is, okay, you go to okay, go here and click on get started, right? And then you add your business. And what Google does is they want to verify that. So Google is going to send a postcard with a special code on it to the exact address that you added here. And once you get that business card, which or that uh, postcard, which usually takes maybe 10 days or two weeks, then you come into your account here and then add that little code, that verification code, and then you're all set and you're active. So yeah, I mean, you gotta have that code. I don't think there's any, I'm not sure there's any other way to do it. I think you gotta get that postcard and, and get that code off it. Good. Uh, that was it for the questions, Chris. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to let anyone know? Uh, I don't I'm think so. In, in that handout, you know, all of this stuff is going to be listed in that handout. Uh, you know, these links are going to be in that handout, too. So if you haven't written those down yet, they'll be in the handout. Okay. And uh, like you said, uh, you can email. Uh, anyone can email you at that address. Chris dot Hyler at landscapeleadership.com. Yeah, for sure. If you guys have any other questions about this stuff or I didn't cover something as in-depth as you wanted me to, go ahead and shoot me an email, and I'll be able to get back to you on it. Okay, and if you came in late um, or you weren't able to make this, uh, we will, like Chris said, send it to you. Ch uh, check your inbox in the next week or two. It should be there uh, with the handout Chris gave us. Um, and that's about it, Chris. Uh, thanks a lot for your yeah. time, and thank everyone for joining us. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody.